0: Today we are offered the example of the Holy Family as something to be imitated, as something to strive for in our lives as Christians. And maybe our reaction to that is, oh great, Mary and Joseph had one child and he was God's son without sin, and there was a mother who was also without sin, and there was a father who was righteous, pretty easy for them to be a Holy Family. What are our experiences of family? Certainly not sinlessness in our families. What do we have as our experience of family life? Sometimes we have one mother or one father because of a multitude of different reasons. Some families deal with the burden of infertility and have no children. Some families deal deal with the burden of having many children and learning how to balance life with multiple children. Some families deal with somebody who struggles with anger in their family. Or maybe it's addiction or infidelity. Some families deal with poverty. Some just deal with somebody in the family who's unable to give or to receive love for whatever reason. Or even death of a member in the family. This is more our experience of family life, which seems so far from the experience of the Holy Family. So what is it that we're actually being called to imitate? What are we actually called to be striving for? We hear it in our opening prayer today, that we're invited to imitate the virtues of each individual member of the Holy Family, but more importantly the bond of charity. It's the bond of charity given to us by the Holy Family that we are called to imitate. And this doesn't require the perfection of our families. That bond of charity is possible without the perfection of our own family life. In St. Paul's letter to the Colossians that we hear today, this is one of the options for a reading at a wedding mass. It's also the reading that I always read when I go to families' homes for a house blessing. Because St. Paul gives us this great litany of what it takes to live this model of the Holy Family. All of these different virtues to be attempted to strive for and all of these different elements that are important in family life. But for me, it hinges on one. When St. Paul says bear with one another. And if anybody has a complaint against another, forgive each other. For just as the Lord has forgiven you, you must also forgive one another. Forgiveness. See, sometimes we think that the love, this bond of charity that we're asked to have in our families comes when there's this perfect peace or when we allow these great acts of devotion to our spouse or to our children in giving a great gift or a great opportunity or maybe it's in trying to create the environment where everything can be together and whole but the real measure of our love is measured by the amount and the way that we're willing to give and to receive forgiveness Forgiveness is the most important tool in living family life. Now, I'm not talking about a forgiveness that means permissiveness, allowing somebody to do whatever they want, or forgiveness that means forgetting every wrong that somebody in a family has done. That's not Christian forgiveness. That's another homily. But forgiveness is the most important tool to maintain that bond of charity in family life. How much and in what way we are willing to give it and to receive it. Both ways are important. But how we do that differs sometimes. I know of a family where the couple was married for a number of years, and it came a point where the husband just wasn't feeling fulfilled anymore. It's like, what am I getting out of this marriage? I feel kind of empty. I'm not getting anything back. And one day he looked at himself in the mirror, and he asked himself, what am I doing about it? And from that day forward, he started intentionally making acts of love to his wife and to his children, and it changed everything for him. I also know of a family that lost their five-year-old girl in an accident. Devastating for any family to lose a child. And the statistics will say that most families that lose a child, the marriage actually ends because of the stress that that puts on their relationship. And this couple was definitely dealing with that. They were going through hell. They were not doing well. They were trying to go to different counseling and support groups and nothing was getting better. And one night they were getting ready for bed and the wife turned to her husband and said, you're a miserable person. And he turned to her and said, and you are a terrible nag. Now the actual words were a little bit stronger than that, but I can't say them in church. (laughs) But from that day forward, they started healing and reconciling. And now they've had another child and their marriage is strong because of it. And this reminds me of one of the best things that I think Pope Francis has said. And he said it on more than one occasion. God never tires in forgiving us. We simply tire in asking. See, sometimes forgiveness isn't expressed in I'm sorry. Sometimes forgiveness isn't expressed in Will you please forgive me? I apologize for what I've done. Sometimes that is absolutely necessary. But what is forgiveness about when we think about the bond of charity in our family lives? Forgiveness is about removing the obstacles that keep us from staying together. The bond of charity is what keeps us together no matter what the circumstance of life is. The bond of charity is about willing to go through the stuff of life together. And forgiveness is about being willing to remove what's in the way of staying together through that. That's what we are offered today. That's what we're striving for. Because when we think about our families, why are they so difficult to be patient with? Why does our own family, the people that we love most in the world, the ones who hurt us the most and the hardest to forgive? It's because we want the most for them, for us, together. When we hear all these readings today about these examples of what it means to be a family, to be mother, to be father, to be children, they seem so far beyond us. And we even hear things in the letter to the Colossians, one of those favorite verses that we don't know how to deal with. Wives, be subject to your husbands. And husbands, love your wives like Christ. Children, obey your parents. This seems so far beyond what is possible. Why? Because it's an ideal. It is the life of the Holy Family. And in our heart of hearts, that's what we want for our family. But we live in imperfection. We live in brokenness. And because of that, it requires forgiveness. Over and over again, to maintain that bond of charity, that love that keeps us together through the difficulty to keep moving forward in this example of the Holy Family, united in difficulty, coming to be with God. This is the gift of our family life because as the family goes, So goes society. Our families are a microcosm of what it means to be Christian and what it means to be human. And the measure of our love is not measured in our great acts of devotion and how many acts of love that we can express exteriorly that we might think love is. The measure of our love is expressed in the degree and the amount that we are willing to give forgiveness and to receive forgiveness. And through this forgiveness, we maintain that bond of charity, we stay together through difficulty, and we give grace the opportunity to hold us together, to heal us, and to lead us to that perfection, which is found in God, which we see concretely in the Holy Family.